Hello, this is Pretty Guardian from Nerd Cage Live, and we just wanted to thank you for listening to this audio-only version of the show. And be sure to subscribe here and over on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash nerdcagelive. You're now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Hello, welcome. That's right. Once again, you are trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This channel is a celebration of all things pop culture, including... The Big G himself. I'm your co-host, Jay St. G, certified geek, seven days a week coming to you live from yours truly, the land of the orange, Syracuse, New York. So please hit that like button and subscribe. Get us to 1,500 subscribers and you can win yourself an Xbox Series X. And when you win, you will wither your life away because of the addiction of your Xbox. Courtesy <laughs> of us. And once again, reintroducing my fabulous panel. Bow down to our nerd cage queen, the beautiful lady from Portland, Oregon, Pretty Guardian. How are you tonight? I am doing so well and so excited to be back here in the nerd cage with everybody. I feel like it's been too long since we've had a stream with all of us. Yep. And I'm excited to give you my opinions on Godzilla. Excellent. Yeah, we're excited to hear. I'm actually a little nervous, too. <laughs> I've got strong opinions on everything. Ooh. Oh, boy. Here we <laughs> all go. All right. And he is our Italian Goku from Los Angeles, California. I am the one who nerds, a.k.a. Derek. Bonus commentary. How are you, my friend? I am doing very well. I'm very excited to talk about one of my all-time favorite movies, Godzilla, Gojira. Uh, so let's just get into it. I'm right there with you, brother. And of course, you know him. He's our moderator and troll hammer. Stronger than the DK Banana Slammer. It's Joe from Fall One Gaming. What is up? Oh, I can't wait to chop this up with you guys. Uh, Godzilla, what a classic. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. And you were first to watch, first time watching as well. But Joe, before we go any further, who do we got in the chat tonight? In the chat tonight, we have Doomzilla. We have Doom. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and we have Sunzilla 2008 and more to come. He always brings such good energy, and every yes. time I see him in there, I'm like, yes, just <laughs> shout out to you, Doom. Doom ironically well named that. for never bringing <laughs> Doom to the table. That's <laughs> funny. And uh, before we go any further, Derek, you have a video dropping tomorrow, man. I sure do. I have my first, uh, or I, it, correct me if I'm wrong, Nerd Cage's first comic book review. Yes. Ooh. Of, uh, uh, appropriately enough, Godzilla versus the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which dropped over the summer. I give it a very brief review, but I feel like I'm pretty succinct with it. Uh, so please join us tomorrow at 10 a.m. when I drop the video. Yes, we cannot wait, man. Again, thanks so much for putting that out for us. And yeah, just in time for Godzilla. Two more people in the chat. We got Daikaiju Tonys in the chat. Ah, Daikaiju Tony! And of course, our most loyal follower, Shay Smithers. Shay! <laughs> yes, Yay. he's our official uh, Randy Savage of the Nerd Cage Nation. <laughs> and Joe, yes. tell him what's going on Friday. 
On Friday, we go back to Luigi's Mansion 3. Mamma Mia. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> twitch.tv slash nerdcage live. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Likely this will be the finale because uh, we're pretty close. And Joe, tell them about what we're doing every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, we go back to Gotham Knights. Oh, tits, yeah. I'm having a blast with it. I'm excited yeah. to catch one of those streams. Oh, yeah, it's been a blast so far. I, I don't understand the uh, the bashing of uh, Gotham Knights. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, You and can't go in there. I'm just going to say right here, right now, I'm really brief, and then we'll get right into it. You can't go in expecting another Arkham game. It's not that. Yeah. It's and now that I got my own copy, I can practice moves and everything and get good and ready for it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So if you're just joining us tonight, uh, we're, we're going a day early. We normally go live Thursdays, but we're going live tonight because Derek and I are going to go see Godzilla against Mechagodzilla in the movie theater. Uh, and there, therefore, we did the stream tonight. But this is our basically going to be our annual Godzilla Day live stream. And Derek, shout out to you because this was your idea. So just lay out the scenario. What? Why are we live tonight? So short version is I was chatting with Maggie after I think it was or was it King Kong uh, versus uh, yeah. Godzilla? Yeah. Um, and she let it loose that she had never this was her first Godzilla movie. So I had to ask, OK, have you seen any of the other ones? And she said no. And then Joe. No. Yeah. Joe had also mentioned that he had never seen them. So one thing led to another. And here we are. Yep. <laughs> So, again, Derek and I were the kaiju heads, and for for the record, Derek and I, we we pretty much ride the same wave, wavelength as far as Godzilla movies go. There's maybe, the only thing we don't agree on is, the, is that, that turtly thing, and, <laughs> but but as far as Godzilla goes, we, we were pretty You mean King close. Koopa? Yeah. Dana Carvey? <laughs> <laughs> so, we don't, we're not here for my opinion and Derek's opinion, because you guys already know, but the fascinating thing is... Uh, our other half, you know, was was their first time. So, so, pretty guardian. We're gonna start with you. What are your general thoughts? What you like? What you did not like? I know you have the strong opinion. So go ahead. The floor is yours. See, I know that everybody here is like big kaiju fans, so I'm almost scared to give my opinion. We will protect but, you. We will protect. Well, it's okay. Sometimes I feel like you just have to stand in your own truth. So. I will tell you that I didn't like this movie. Wow. And I know. I okay. know, right? Okay. I uh, th There were a lot of, like, little things, but I felt like a lot of the acting was just, like, way overacted, except for the, um, the professor and then the main dude. I thought that they were okay, but mm -hmm. literally everybody else just, it wasn't good characterization for me. And then some of the special effects I felt like were really great for their time. Um, like the the Godzilla suit, I thought like when he was like stomping around, you could see like heft and movement to him. I was like, yeah, this is really good. But then there were other bits like in the beginning with the helicopter crash, that literally looked like a toy helicopter. I feel like I could have gone out and filmed that <laughs> on my cell phone. And it, ugh, I just wasn't into it. Um, I think that there's a lot of like cultural value to the movie. So I definitely would not disrespect it. I think it's a, a great film that deserves its place, but it definitely wasn't my thing. And for the record, before y'all, I see, look at that. There's some <laughs> Shay Smithers knife in the heart. No, that's okay. For the, come, in case come you me. missed it, she did, in her defense, she did like King Kong versus Godzilla. So I so, did, yeah. <laughs> there we, so now we know the kind of 
kaiju person. She doesn't like the dark gritty. She likes the the goofiness, and that that's just fine. Well, so for me, there was an inherent goofiness in this one too. What I liked mm. about the King Kong vs. Godzilla one is that they leaned into it. Like, yeah, it's they, definitely more of a comedy. Right. They gave you permission to laugh, and I thought that that was really cool. Okay. 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 Joe, I I was there with you when it all unfolded, so your opinion's a little different. Go ahead, man. I mean, I I kind of agree that the tokusatsu style hasn't really aged well. (laughs) However, that being said, um, I think the story in this was amazing. And, you know, there are some some moments where you can kind of immerse yourself in it a little further and kind of feel the movie a little better. So, I mean, all in all, you know, this is a classic for for sure. And you kind of got to put yourself back into 1954 to appreciate it to its fullest. But, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> so. Okay, so question for the both of you. So, I know the both of you have just kind of dipped your toes in some of these films. So, really in comparison to all the other ones you've seen so far... Where would you like place it? I'll start with Pretty Guardian. I mean, it's a pretty small pool for me. I I guess (laughs) I would say that King Kong vs. Godzilla would be my number one, and then this one would be number two for me. What about you, Joe? I know you've seen you've seen a few more. So where would you rank? A few more. Um, For the life of me, I I know we saw Final Wars together and everything, but I. I'm going to have to watch it again because I don't remember a lot of it. It was a long time ago. <laughs> Dude, Final Wars but is kind of a blur anyway. So. It is, yeah, exactly. Um, but therefore, I, I, I still think out of the older films that I've seen, yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to put Godzilla or King Kong versus Godzilla um, above Godzilla 1954. Wow. But just slightly. <laughs> like for me, this is the best one, and I don't think any of them come close. Now, Derek, if you've mm. seen Shameless Plug, if you've seen Derek's top ten favorite movies of all time, he put Godzilla number one, but he just put the franchise, not oh, yeah. the movie. Yeah, I cheated. But, I don't care. But for me, like <laughs> this, without a doubt, is the best one. Now, granted, I'm a dark, doomy, gloomy guy. I like sad endings. I love watching people die. Like, I'm not a happy ending kind of guy. I never was. I'm, you know, I'm a grunt junkie and I'm a metal. See, I don't, I don't think I've watched enough of them to actually start ranking yet, to be That's honest. Fair. I mean, because right now, all I have out of the older films is a Godzilla-centric movie and a showdown. And it's like, the showdown's always going to win <laughs> just because you have something versus something else, you know? But Yeah. Um... But, like, for me, I feel like this is one of, like, maybe three or four Godzilla movies. Out of the 30-something Godzilla movies, this is really the only one, the only ones that can be taken seriously, you know? Whereas all the other ones lean into the goofiness and the campiness. This is, like, a legit that masterpiece on of, the, a Jap- of depends Japanese on the era. science fiction. Like, like um, we're in the Showa era. And for the Showa era, yes, this is absolutely the most serious film. But then we get into uh, Heisei, and Heisei takes itself a little bit more seriously. Well, at least at first. It got off the rails, but Godzilla 1984 would be, like, the other one I'm going to point to. Like, okay, that one you could... Any of the solo, the three solo ones, which is 54, 84, and Shin, 
Like those are the ones I feel like can be taken seriously as That's like true. legitimate yeah. like pieces of cinema. And yeah. they have a spot, you know, they have an important message where this one, the, they lean hard on the nuclear um, testing yeah. message. And obviously they allude to, you know, Nagasaki and Hir Hiroshima and whatnot. So, mm -hmm. and the themes, and I pointed out some of the themes and some of the stuff, like, for example, uh, now like, the one scene where Godzilla destroys the clock tower, that was such a prominent scene because that clock tower, when when the U.S. bombed Tokyo during World War II, the, the, um, that clock tower stood tall and never got taken down. And all of a sudden, here comes Godzilla and takes that down. The scene where Godzilla uh, kills those reporters on the tower there, and he's growling in the background, it looks like a mushroom cloud, which would, like petrify the Japanese audience back then because we're only nine years removed from you know World War II and whatnot so like yeah the whole the, the thing the, this movie doesn't resonate with Americans like it would like the Japanese audience you know um but you, you yeah you can't take away like the meshes that this movie brings which basically none of the other ones ever fucking did again you know um also I like Godzilla better as a bad guy that's that's just me. I know some people like the, like the the anti-hero or the hero or the savior of Japan. I like Godzilla as uh, man mankind's uh, apocalypse. You know, mm -hmm. that's I just I just feel like that's what Godzilla is supposed to be. That was his original intent. And then obviously, when once we got to King Kong versus Godzilla, we kind of took that uh, soft turn. You know. I won't, I'm not going to call it a hard turn. It was a soft turn because Godzilla was still a bad guy in my mind. But they yeah. did, as, as Maggie pointed out earlier, they leaned into the goofiness. Right. One of the things that I wanted to comment on that you were talking about is like the themes of this movie. And as an allegory for like World War II and dropping the like nuclear bombs and everything on Japan, I think it's a very powerful allegory. And I think that the movie holds a lot of weight for that. I, and I think, go, go ahead. ahead. Um, no, I, just, I just wanted to point out uh, real quick that this, this, uh, the 54 version in terms of access, uh, accessibility in America is fairly recent. It used to be that we only had the 55 version with Raymond Burr. 56. Um, yeah. Um, and that, uh, was, we had like a kind of like chopped up version um where the the allegory was a little less it was taken out a little bit more and they took out the politics yeah so um and this was originally like this whole movie is supposed to be a very subtle uh allegory and i yeah just yeah. wanted to throw that one in there well and then to comment on the second part of what you were saying jay i don't think that godzilla was necessarily even a villain in this movie it seemed like like even within the film, there was the professor who was like, you know, Godzilla's here and all anybody can think about is killing him. But there's so much research that could be had about like radiation and how he survived and what's going on. And then I went and I like read about like the Japanese audience's perception of this film. And a lot of them saw Godzilla as kind of a sympathetic character. You know, it was the bombs and like the nuclear radiation being dropped on him that aggravated him. He was just a peaceful lizard down yeah. at the bottom of the ocean. For millions of years. Time. Yeah, they referred yeah. to that until America came along and fucked shit up. So there's yeah. that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it, like I said, it depends how you perceive it. See, the way I looked at it is, yes, you're right, Godzilla's a peaceful monster. He was wiped out of his habitat, but when he woke up and showed up to Tokyo, he did not hesitate to burn them. The people running from him, he stepped on them, he burned them, because that was him acting on his revenge on mankind, but those are innocent people. It was really the ones... The ones that are guilty are the scientists, which is another trope that would go on to not just other Godzilla movies, but other Japanese sci-fi films. The the um, the scientists versus the military. The scientist says, no, we need to study these monsters. The military is like, no, we got to kill them because they are a threat to mankind, which if you if I'm, I'm going to take it there. It's basically liberalism versus conservatism. The liberals want to please don't kill Godzilla. We need to study him. The conservatives are like, we need to kill him because he's going to he's a threat. So, it's just amazing how relevant this movie is today. Uh, Joe, you got anything to add to, like, all this? Um, well, I have something funny to add. Um, something that I mentioned to you while I was while we were watching. I said that the next Godzilla movie that they should make, because he's from the Jurassic era, they need to make one where he eats Chris Pratt. <laughs> oh, no. I want a Godzilla movie, like, it's Pacific Rim, and it's, like, the Jaegers versus the monsters, and then Godzilla comes in and fucks them all That was actually... The world. Derek, back that me up on a, this. That was originally planned. Be that was before a pitch. Yeah. Before wow. Pacific Rim and the Monsterverse was it. a thing. The Godzilla <laughs> 2014 movie Pacific Rim were going to be one movie but then at the last minute, they separated. They, that was the intent. Pacific Rim. They was were like it. uprising. Everybody was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a damn shame because it makes you wonder. But, you know. Um, okay. All right. So, Derek, kind of back me up on this one here. So, I just want to say just on these two movies that we recently covered um, on Nerd Cage Live and the new era of Nerd Cage Live. Um, I do want to recommend a couple films, and Derek, please, if you have other ones you want to recommend to Pretty Guardian and Joe, by all means. But I got a couple other recommendations. Now that I know, like, what you like and what you don't like as far as Kaiju goes, uh, Pretty Guardian. So, Pretty Guardian for you. The two movies I think you will enjoy, just knowing what I know about you, and I think Derek will agree. I think you should find the time and watch the original Mothra from 1961. I have no doubt you will enjoy that film given the themes of that one. Mothra being the first female major kaiju. Um, the atmosphere and it's very, very, very lighthearted, but at the same time, it's also got, a, a, I won't go say a political message, but there's also a theme in the message to that movie too. But it's, I still think it's the best Mothra movie. And I really, really think you will enjoy it. And the other one, I'm going to ask you to wait till next year because it's about to turn 50 in 2023. And that's Godzilla versus Megalon. But I'm going to ask you to hold off on that one until oh, next okay. year. Yeah. <laughs> hold off on that one till next year. I, but I think you should check out Mothra 1961 as far as for you, Joe. Because uh, you and I usually ride the same wavelength as far as like yeah. cinema in general. I think you will mm -hmm. love Invasion of Astro Monster. Oh, okay. Year. That, I think you'll love classic. that one. And okay, and you were explaining uh, something else to me, which I kind of am really interested now. So I may have to start watching Shin Godzilla. 
Yes, that was going to be the other one. I yeah. was going to say either Shin Godzilla or Godzilla 1984 because those Godzilla 1984 is a direct follow-up and Shin Godzilla is a direct remake of 1954. Yeah. I wouldn't say direct. It, it's definitely it, it's a modernization. But it's but it's the first time that Japan actually did a new Godzilla movie ignoring everything including the 54 movie. So essentially it's Godzilla's first appearance. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a clean wipe. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I would say that for sure. So Derek, what about um, you? What would you recommend to Pretty Guardian and Joe moving forward? I think I think that Mothra for uh, uh, for Maggie is a great call. Um, that is on my list. Mothra yeah. will be my next Godzilla movie. Yeah, it's a solo. Yeah. You should definitely watch that one before Mothra versus Godzilla. Mothra yeah. solo. Oh, okay. It, it's oh. it's definitely it's it's not as serious and mm, it's also all. it's yeah it's a bit more it's even more whimsical I would argue, um, but. You're speaking my language. Yeah, it's it's fun, um, and I, I only because Godzilla versus Megalon is like my connective tissue to all of this. Uh, yeah, like it it is definitely the silliest. Yes. Um, and it's definitely the most fun. If you can, I would actually even recommend watching the Mystery Science Theater 3000 cut. Yeah. Uh, where they basically just tear out a new one, uh, and again, you you'd be living my very first memory. Um, and I, anybody who liked this movie, I would absolutely recommend Shin. Because in my opinion, um, while modernization, I think these films are a perfect double feature of like like a 50, like a 50, 60 year gap. So like we, you yeah. make one jump to another. Um, yeah, I, I would say I would say those are great, uh, great choices. All right, all right. Um, eighty-four is also another good one. Yeah. Um, and uh, Joe, if you haven't, uh, you said if, if you like it a little bit more gloomy, uh, at least in terms of tone, uh, Godzilla versus Destroya. Um, nice. Which, while that one's a very divisive film. It, it is, and for good reason. But I would say that because of the themes, that it, you might find something you like in there. Yeah, um, because there's parallels. It, and, and actually, I did mention it to Joe when we were watching. I said that the actress that played Emiko, she retired from acting, but she came back for Godzilla vs. Destroya. So there's that connection. There is direct connections to the very first movie, Godzilla vs. Destroya. My problem with Godzilla vs. Destroya is the execution. Everything yeah, else was there. Like, this movie was set everything up to be a great finale, which at the time it was the finale of all the Godzilla movies. God it the is fact the that last James Cameron Godzilla didn't movie. sue somebody after that movie is kind of a miracle <laughs> in and of its own right. There, you'll see when you yeah. see the movie. Yeah. Um, here's, a, here's another one I was interested in. I, I'm not sure if I should watch it or not. It's uh, Terror of Mechagodzilla. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I... Think you should watch the first Mega Godzilla movie. First. Yeah, because they're okay. they're they're it's like a duology. Yeah, gotcha. But um, yeah, terrors. And if you want my honest opinion, I think Derek, because we went and saw this at the Pickwick in Chicago. But I I'm one of the ones I actually like terror just a little bit more than versus because of uh because of the dark the dark undertone oh, yeah. and the fact that Godzilla is actually getting two yeah, v gets, one Godzilla yeah, being gets, challenged two v one. Yeah. In fact, uh, I thought of if, you go into H if you go into HBO Max and you filter it to horror, it's in there. 
Interesting. <laughs> Which oh. I think is funny. <laughs> um, I, I watched one. Godzilla 1954 for free on YouTube. Oh, which oh, okay. I thought was the coolest thing ever. Wow. Yeah, it, it is public domain, so it makes perfect sense. Um, right. oh, I was going to suggest also, because um, it is a, a lot more lighthearted and you get to see more of a character development in the suits, uh, like just through tokusatsu, uh, maybe try Son of Godzilla. Mm. Okay. You know what? I actually like that one. I think that one's unfairly like that one gets that one gets a lot of shit. It does. <laughs> I really don't think it's bad at all, honestly. If you if you can get past Minya. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he, he, he's a he's a weird little. But if you, you, right you tuck Minya away, like I, there's a good story there. There's a good like scientific science fiction story there where they're yeah. they're trying to test weather control. Like it's mm. actually legitimate. I think it's actually a good and very underrated Godzilla film. And if and if you want the honest truth, it was a nice break that we're, this movie takes place like on an island versus Tokyo. You know, it was kind of cool seeing the island setting. You know, and same with Ebera, um, the the island setting, and yeah. it was also the debut the debut of uh, June Fukada. Am I pronouncing June Fukada? Um, who took over from um, Ichiro Honda, who directed every single of the old old Godzilla Showa stuff. Plus, he did all the solo movies like Mothra, War of the Gargantuas, Frankenstein, uh, Matango, all that stuff. Uh, I still think Ichiro Honda's the GOAT, but my second favorite is Jun Fukada is my second favorite uh, Godzilla director. Uh, what he brought to the I think I don't think he's appreciated enough for what he brought to the table, in my opinion. I can agree to that. Um, I mean, I'm going to thank you guys already because um, <laughs> I've come a long way from my initial introduction when I was like five years old to Godzilla, <laughs> which was the frigging cartoon. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Push of a button, baby. There you go. <laughs> well, I, I, I think you guys, like I said, we're Joe, or Derek and I are kind of contagious, but I'm, I, I you guys seem to, like, you guys are on a good path right now. You started off with King Kong and you saw 54. That's a damn good start. Okay, yeah. so I want to go back to, to the movie real quick, and I want to start with uh, Pretty Guardian. Derek, I just want to get your opinion, too. What were your, like, favorite scenes or favorite parts of the movie, Pretty Guardian? There was a scene um, kind of about, like, two-thirds into the movie where it was, like, the military fighting Godzilla with, like, the cannons, and then the airplanes came in, and they were, like, shooting missiles at Godzilla. And from, like, an aesthetic perspective, I thought it was really stylish and wonderful how they did it. They they had an amazing use of light, like the the dark backgrounds and then the lights of the cannons firing and stuff, the, the black and the white contrast. It, it was actually beautiful to watch. And artistically, I loved it. All right, all right. Joe, what about you? What was your favorite scene? Uh, the, the, you know, the first landfall when he comes on there and he goes through the electric, you know. Yeah, that's mine. So that's, that's one of them. Uh, the showing of the oxygen destroyer yeah so so that was that was good um the ending when it shows him you know when it shows what actually ha happens to him at the end is is pretty good and uh the, the only thing that caught me off guard was sometimes you could know, you have to really look for it but there's certain times where like where you'd see the fire trucks go by and stuff and you could 
obviously see it's claymation. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's no saying that it isn't. <laughs> that, 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 that stuff That's, is amusing, I'm not going to lie, but it doesn't so take away from the overall It doesn't experience. take you out of it. I, I, I think it's important to mention the claymation uh, because um, Honda was so inspired by King Kong. Yeah. When he, um, so the film was originally supposed to be claymation, Uh-oh. if not entirely, but they didn't have the budget. No. And this is this is one part of the movie that I uh, I am so fond of is the ingenuity. They're like, okay, so we can't afford claymation. We're just gonna shove a guy in a suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I was um, I was laughing uh, at that part with uh, with Jay and everything because I was like. Hmm. Where's Gumby? <laughs> uh, that scene where he puts that claymation scene where he throws his tail through the uh, through that building, yeah, mm-hmm. um, was originally the only, one of the few theaters in Japan at the time. So this is where a lot of people were going to see the movie. So when the tail collides and goes through the theater, apparently like the entire uh, theater panics <laughs> and like freaks out and. Um, I think it was on one of the Criterion uh, bonus features where I think it was, uh, I don't think it was uh, Haro, but somebody from the movie was like, yes, yes, scare the children. So is it safe to say that since it was supposed to be Claymation, if Robot Chicken does one, it's technically the real movie? (laughs) I... I, all I can all I can think of right now is sacrilege. <laughs> um. Do you want the chance to win a free brand new Xbox Series X? All you have to do is subscribe to Nerdcage Live over on youtube.com slash Nerdcage Live. Once we get to 1,500 subscribers, we'll release a video on how you can enter. No purchase necessary. Contest is for U.S. and Canada only. What about okay. you, Derek? What like what is like your like favorite like favorite scene of the movie? Um, so it it goes back and forth because there's my favorite scene, which is the when we first are introduced to Godzilla sticking his head up, head up over the hill. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, which is fantastic. It um, but the the scene that I find to be the most moving is after Godzilla has left and we see the city in ruin and people kind of like rebuilding. Um, I, I saw it last year in uh, for the 4K release. And I remember how dead silent that theater was. And like that child crying sounded so real and like still like kind of it's haunting. Um, it, I don't know what they did to that poor kid, but that kid deserves well, the war. No, the kid's mother died. No, I mean, like, in to make them cry that way. Oh, like, because obviously they're acting, but like... Yeah. But, you know, um, child labor laws, they were smacking that kid behind yeah. the scenes. <laughs> I will get my tears, damn you! <laughs> um, no, but that scene, uh, I find so haunting and like even to this day after seeing this movie so many times it hits me right in the gut yeah no i uh i i tend to agree there but so real quick i just want to show off the shirt that i'm wearing but it's this scene yes the one that we've been talking about is the the electric scene shout to soundgarden greatest band ever um so yeah that what makes that scene fucking awesome was like 
like, all right, this is their last line of defense. Let's electrocute this guy and call it a day. Well, not only that, he trampled right through the electricity. But he, but that was the first time ever Godzilla revealed that he's got atomic breath and he melted, uh, which is a great special effect by the way, where he melted the electric. It was atoms. So, yeah, even in the even in the 1956 version, like Raymond Burr's reaction, like, oh my God, like he's just he's just melted the like, Japan's like last line of defense. So that as far as spectacle, that's my favorite scene. As far as like uh, other scenes, honestly. Uh, it's kind of what uh, uh, Pretty Gardner was talking about earlier. I actually enjoy seeing Dr. Yamani getting upset. I don't know why I should say enjoy seeing him get upset. But <laughs> when he's just pleading his case, like, we shouldn't be killing him. The reason why I like it, and don't get me wrong, I disagree. I'm actually on the side of we need to kill it. Um, but I actually like that he pleads his case. Like, we as, as a country of Japan have a golden opportunity to have to do something that no one else can do. We can study Godzilla. Why do you want to kill him? Like, we need to find out why he's still alive is what's more important. Okay. So I just like that because you, he's he's pleading, whether you agree with him or not, he's pleading a very, uh, um, he's pleading a case about mm. what, they, what Japan as a country should be doing. And I think it's very effective. Agreed. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, there's there's so much to like here. And um and like I said, I just feel like this movie just stands above the rest that none of the other ones have come I mean, other than Shin and eighty four, I feel like none of them come close. But my second favorite of the entire series is Invasion of Astro Monster for many, 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 many reasons. And Joe, I cannot wait to show you that one. Because I think you're gonna <laughs> you're in for a treat. I think you're gonna love it. Knowing what I know about you, Joe, I think you're gonna enjoy that one. because uh, there's there's so much to like about that movie. Mm. Yeah. I think I think Maggie might also like uh, going t through that like uh, that era. Um, yeah, Ghidorah the three-headed monster, because again we get we get a little bit more whimsy, okay. uh, especially when the fairies begin to translate for the monsters you as they had me at fairies. Oh, you're gonna love <laughs> oh, Godzilla, <Mothra>. terrible language. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. you're you're gonna love you're gonna love. Well, Mothra. that's the thing. The, the the fairies are in the original Mothra, like the the um, uh, the peanuts, right? Is that is that the name of the yeah? The it's the peanuts. Okay. The, so yeah. they were a famous pop duo from Japan. They even, they even had hits in America, but they played the twin fairies, um, uh, Mothra's guardians, whatever you want to call them, and like, uh, it all starts with the first Mothra. And then that would carry on to Godzilla, Mothra versus Godzilla, 1964. Mm. And then what Derek just mentioned, we go to Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, which is also a continuation of Godzilla, Mothra versus Godzilla. Right. I think so, I might just have my next three kaiju films lined up there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You should watch Mothra. Now that you've seen King Kong and 54, just go straight to the first Mothra, then Mothra versus Godzilla, and then and then Ghidorah, the three-headed monster. You should go right boom, in order. In order. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I, I still think to this day, Mothra's best movie is the first Mothra. Um, even better than Mothra vs. Godzilla, in my opinion. Like, I just like the first Mothra movie that much. And I'm not even a Mothra guy at all. I just love that fucking movie. I think Mo that it's a very, very entertaining piece of Japanese cinema. And like, I, like what Derek said, it's got that 
the magical element, the whimsical, magical feeling to it, and I just, yeah, there's so much to like about it. Yes. All right. So what else have we got here? Because I figure it's really, I don't know how much more we could add because we're, you know, t to this, um, I don't know if we got any closing thoughts or anything else you guys want to bring up. Um, I kind of want to hear from Derek. Oh. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not to like have an argument about it, but I'm kind oh, of interested to hear like more perspectives on it. Okay. Um, what do you love about this film? Like, what do you think I missed in my perspective? Honestly, I don't think you missed anything. I think that's kind of one of the beauties of cinema is that it's art. It's yeah. moving art. And what I see, you will you, you perceive, but may not see the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, when you say you see something silly, I, I totally understand and respect that. Um, but um, I guess what I see in terms of this film um, well, yes, uh, there are some shots that definitely have not aged well, like the the first assault with the jets, and you see the strings, and it's kind of funny, and I love that. Sh I, that's actually kind of something I love about it. Yeah. Is it, mm. There is a kind of campy nature to it that gives it a charm. And again, um, for me personally, another big point is ingenuity. Um, a lot of, especially with modern cinema, you get, we'll fix it in post, we'll add it CG. These guys had to fix it in camera on the day and do the best they could with what they had. In one and, shot, basically, because once that set's destroyed, that's it. Yep, basically. Um, and the literal sweat and tears of uh, Haro Nakajima in the Godzilla suit, we wearing like, Two, three, uh, 250 pounds of rubber yep. passing out because of the heat and like still being able to perform, which I mean, admittedly to most people, it's just a dude walking through a street, but like that's almost a feat of Herculean strength. We got Hulk Hogan in here. I'm sure he can agree with me there. Oh, guess what? Um, we have here besides Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Brother. Yeah. We also oh. have, oh wow, Cole. We have Cole. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Joe, just read Cole's comment real quick, because I want to bring this up. <laughs> it says 54.8 Megalon, so 0 out of 10. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you brought that up, Cole, because next year Megalon turns 50, and I want to do a look back live, and Cole, we cannot do it without you, my friend. Oh my god, yes, please. We need to get Cole, we need to get Davis to, to talk Godzilla vs. Megalon 50th anniversary on Nerd Cage Live. And I cannot wait to hear... Pretty Guardian and Joe's reaction to Megalon because. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so if just you want to talk about a drastic change in tone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to wrap up that thought, Maggie, um, yeah. the short version is I, I see it for artistry and uh, overcoming limitations um, whilst also being a oddly complex film for what is essentially a dude walking down the street in a rubber suit. And just a friendly reminder, like, Tokusatsu suit Mason was was basically never done up to that point. Mm -hmm. Like, this was, this was like a first time before it was mo mainly stop motion. Like, this was like the first time, like, suit Mason was, a, like, basically invented, just props to uh, Eiji Tsuburaya. He, he was basically oh, yeah. the godfather of, of 
of the Sumation Tokusatsu, and then, but it, but it he was did also a really good Honda's, job with the suit. Yeah, Ichiro Honda's vision, which again I will, I don't care what anybody says, Ichiro Honda is the goat because he just knew how to capture a story. He just knew how yeah. to convey a monster story that can be taken, in my opinion, be taken seriously. So actually, um, I think Maggie would enjoy Shin. Mm. Um, key, key points being, and Maggie, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, you thought that like a lot of the effects were dated and that was something that took your enjoyment away and the hammy overacting? Yes, yeah. I would say that Shin um, looks substantially more modern um, whilst also still carrying the same message and also having fantastic performances across the board. Okay. Like, there, like there's no slouches, in, at least yeah. in my opinion. Um, I hold the, I hold them, both films, in the same regard. I think that this is, uh, this film in particular is a classic, uh, whereas the uh, Shin is a modern interpretation of that classic, and it does a great job in my opinion. Okay, I have two warnings for you, Maggie, uh, when you watch Shin, so you, you can brace yourself. One... The Godzilla's first form is fucking goofy because Godzilla evolves like he's got three forms, yes. well four forms, but oh. you see three of them. His first form is so goddamn goofy it almost takes me out of it, but it's still a top five Godzilla movie for me. The other thing I need you to brace, um, I almost want to recommend watching the dub version. Here's why. Oh yeah, because yes, the yes, sub. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, I preferred the subs, but I'm gonna say this for you because. If you watch the sub version, there's so many cutaways, and there's like, uh, mm. this, this, they, they, it was, you see the subtitles where it goes so fast saying, like, um, meeting A over on this floor, and then yep. they'll, like, uh, Derek, can you explain better? Like, th there's. So, I'll put it to you this way, Maggie. When I saw Shin Godzilla for the first time, it was in theaters. Yeah. And because of how many subtitles were on screen. Yes. And I'm not over exaggerating. He's not. We were all doing this. Yes. Oh. <laughs> because it will say, like, where they are, what time it is, what meeting, and then they're talking on top of that, and, and it goes fast. Right. Because it, it's going through, like, the Japanese government's having all these different meetings with all these different departments. And, it, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it, yeah, that's why. So and, brace yourself yeah. for that. So I almost recommend watching the English dub. Yes. Just so you save yourself the strain of reading too much. Yeah. And your neck. Save your neck. Yeah. <laughs> I am actually very interested in that movie, hearing that it's kind of a, a modernized version, because mm -hmm. that was actually something, like, as I was watching Godzilla 1954, I was thinking, like, I would love to see this redone with the same kind of, like, heart and message and yeah. everything yeah. that was contained in that original. With, so, yeah, with that, with that in mind, I think you would like Shin. Yeah. yeah, Shin's like Absolutely. the okay. never came to it. Um, uh, 84 a little bit, but Shin definitely. Yeah, Shin was, uh, 84 was modern for 84, but I feel like Shin is modern for our time. Um, yeah. And it might throw you for a loop, so I'll, I'll explain real quick, is the, uh, for Shin, going back to Shin, um, it's a critique on the Japanese's response to the Fukushima uh, incident. Uh, so like oh. when they're going back and forth between meetings, which both is and is supposed to be kind of like weird and strange and kind of boring and seemingly pointless. 
it's because it's supposed to be. It's a critique on how slow they reacted. Yep. Um, mm. So that could that could throw you for a loop. I think that's a fair warning. Um, but I also think that the uh, it, it they don't do that for too too long. It but like in the first couple of minutes, you're just be like, what the hell did Derek suggest to me? Why am I watching <laughs> this? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it, with that in mind, you might be able to sp uh, swallow that pill a little easier. And if there's any relief to that, um, keep in mind, my parents are not into Godzilla at all, which is funny how I became a Godzilla fan, but my parents were not into Godzilla, and even they, both my mom and my dad, they, they both liked Shin Godzilla. Nice. I was that confident in that movie that I had to show my mom and dad. My dad likes the original with Raymond Burr, That's the only, and, and the one with Raymond Burr in 85. My dad likes those two. But other than that, he's not a Godzilla fan at all. But I showed him Shin, and he liked it, and it was funny because he's he was into it, and it was kind of funny. Um, uh, because the movie is basically the, is is basically about the Japanese government responding to to this incident, and America plays a big part in the movie too because yeah, you know yeah. because after World War II, obviously, like the treaty was signed that America is supposed to protect Japan from any invasion. Um, you know, and and obviously America has their own way of handling things, and Japan has another way of handling things, yes. and that comes into play, which make, mm. which makes from for some compelling political storytelling. Mm -hmm. uh, if I'm going to take it there, so uh, there's a lot to like, but I understand I understand the people who don't like it because there's a lot to take in, and it's kind of like it's very it's paced very differently from all the other Sorry movies. Yeah. But so I, I, I understand both I sides of the But for me, it worked. But for me, it worked. I was in love with it. Like I saw, yeah. I was lucky enough to. We, Syracuse did get a showing, and I was lucky enough to catch it, and I fall in love with it instantly. Like, like, like wow, this is a, like a top five Godzilla movie for me, and and it blows the MonsterVerse out of the fucking water. I'm sorry. I know that's that, <laughs> that's kind of the ongoing debate is the 2014 uh, MonsterVerse movie. Or, or Shin Godzilla is kind of the ongoing debate to this day, and I don't mm -hmm. even think it's a comparison. Like, I think the fifth, the I think the 2014 MonsterVerse is a piece of shit. Like, and <laughs> so Shin Godzilla was, like, Shin Godzilla was what I wanted 2014 to be, in my opinion. Oh, in my That's opinion, I don't, statement. I don't know how Derek feels about the two of them. I, I hold them in entirely different regards. I feel like the MonsterVerse is the Saturday morning cartoon and mm. Shin is the... Shin is essentially the Japanese remake of the classic. Yeah. They, they're almost they're almost non-comparable. But they're comparable because they came out at the same time and they were both quote-unquote reboots of the same yeah. character. Yeah. Around mm. the same fucking time, basically. Yeah. Uh, also, one point while we're all here, tomorrow is Godzilla Day. Yep. Happy birthday. So, Happy I want to point, point out a couple things. One, the common knowledge that everybody knows, there's going to be another short film, Godzilla vs. Gigan short film, yep. is going to be coming out tomorrow. Okay, I'm putting myself on the line right now, but I'm going to say it again. There's also a big announcement tomorrow, from what, from what I know from people that I've spoken to that I, won't, I will not name. There's going to be a Godzilla movie announcement tomorrow from Toho. Okay. You heard it here first. So hopefully that comes to fruition 
So I'm just telling all the Godzilla fans of Nerd Cage Live, uh, keep a close eye tomorrow because not only that this short film's coming out, but there's going to be a major announcement tomorrow. You heard it here first. So hopefully it comes to fruition. And the reason why I'm putting it out there is because the person that told me about this new Godzilla movie that's going to be announced for next year also said uh, Godzilla Singular Point was coming out before anybody else even knew about it. Which is why I believe this person. So, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know if I should take it a little further and say what I know or just keep nah, my mouth No, 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 no. Let's, let's no. all be surprised. Okay. All the suspense. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll probably tell you guys off here. But, um, but yeah, so just saying tomorrow's Godzilla Day. Keep Godzilla, I'm telling Godzilla fans to keep your eyes out, not only for the, the Gigan uh, short film, but... There's going to be an announcement tomorrow, so I'm excited. If this announcement's going to be true, guys, we're in for a huge, huge turning point. So really, really, really fucking hope it's true. That being said, we're getting close to the end of the hour here, so we're going we're to plug our stuff in. So uh, Pretty Guardian, if you have anything coming up, anything you want to promote, by all means, the floor is yours. Oh, yeah, and give your closing thoughts on Godzilla 54, like closing thoughts, and give a rating 1 through 10 and closing thoughts. Well, to start out with my closing thoughts on Godzilla, I think that it's definitely a movie with a lot of cultural impact, both in the story that it was telling in its time and in the legacy that Godzilla has created. So for that reason, I'm going to give it a seven out of 10. Nice. For me, there are just kind of a few of those things that really took away a lot of the enjoyment for me, like some of the, the overacting and maybe some of the cheesier shots and the effects. I actually really appreciate what you were saying, Derek, about the campiness being part of its charm, mm. because there's definitely a lot of campy movies that other people hate that I love. But ultimately, this one just wasn't for me, and that's okay. Totally. As far as like projects and stuff that I have rolling, I have a video up on my channel, youtube.com slash prettyguardian. I've been playing the JRPG Tales of Arise. I've put in over 100 hours of it, and so it's just kind of my detailed review of that. So you should definitely check it out if you're into anime, JRPGs, and that sort of thing. All right, uh, Derek, go ahead. Give yourself, give Godzilla fifty four a rating one through ten overall thoughts, and of course, plug in the video you got dropping tomorrow. Uh it's hard to give a rating to a movie that has so much cultural and cinematic significance, um, and especially a movie that is the starting point for, and basically a movie that has impacted my entire life, <laughs> an entire. Uh -huh. Uh, franchise that has impacted my life. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and just throw myself off this cliff and give it a 10 out of 10. Um, it's it's important for a lot of reasons. I hate that the message of uh, nuclear catastrophe is as relevant today as it was 68 years ago. Uh, but I love everything else about this movie. Um, it's camp. It's overacting. It's uh, important moments it, it it's ingenuity i i love this damn movie excellent and the video you got dropping tomorrow yes 
um, almost, in, almost entirely different, a fully colorized comic book. Um, I'm talking tomorrow on Godzilla's birthday about his team up or team up against, uh, I guess that didn't really make a lot of sense. Uh, Godzilla versus the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Does he uh, fight the Zords? Oh, girl. There, there's some, there's some great stuff that happens. I don't want to spoil it. I don't spoil okay. anything in the comic, uh, or I don't spoil anything in the review. But yeah, there's, uh, there's some. Uh, I don't know why I'm. Oh, so I'm getting why a little bit because I'm looking at the me. thumbnail right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, there, there's uh, the first couple of issues uh well I, i'm not gonna say, not gonna say. uh but yeah uh, be sure to stay tuned uh 10 o'clock tomorrow morning uh i will be dropping that video nice we cannot wait i haven't watched it i mean i easily could go in and watch it because it's you know but i'm not going to i'm gonna watch it tomorrow and i'm gonna be generally like all right i can't wait i'm excited um <laughs> joe from fall one gaming your closing thoughts and final rating of godzilla 1954 and please plug in what we got on twitch and whatnot all right. Well, first of all, this is obviously a classic, and it's pretty much the jump point for an entire genre. So, I mean, it's just going in with that mindset puts it puts it at the top of its game. Um, I'm going to give it an eight out of ten. I mean, this it, it was it was fun to watch. Yeah, there's some stuff that's aged and everything, but. If you can put yourself back into 1954, you can pretty much get around that. And storytelling was amazing. And it's just, it was a fun ride. Um, as for what we're doing, on Friday, we are going back to Luigi's Mansion 3. Finale time. Twitch.tv <laughs> slash NerdCage Live. It's going to hopefully be the finale. We don't, I'm sure it is. And of course, uh, you know, we're... Uh, it, you know, it's. I'm kind of sad that like our <laughs> spooky games are coming to an end, but you know what? I'm really. Uh, excited. don't say that. Don't say that. I'm saying as far as the ones that we started in October, <laughs> well, like. Yeah. You know, okay. <laughs> the theme, our October themes finally coming in. We just wrapped yes. up. Resident, yeah. We just wrapped up Resident <laughs> Evil Two uh, on on Halloween, and also I miss mm. dressing up too already, and. <laughs> You know, now we're going to be finished up with Luigi's Mansion. All the stuff we started in October is coming to a close yeah. finally on Friday. But it's going to be fun, and I'm. it's fun. It's been fun going back to Luigi's Mansion. All right, Joe, and then, of course, Tuesday. On Tuesday, we go back to Gotham Knights. <sighs> can we, Joe, can you just defend this game? Because people are shitting on this, this game. This game is fucking amazing. Yes. Yes, yes, there's some frame rate issues if you have a keen eye enough to look for them. But, you know, it's not anything that's going to take you out of the game. Um, as far as being an Arkham clone, there's no reason for it to be an Arkham clone. I don't know why people get stuck on one game series and think that everything in that entire comic-based thing needs to be that clone. It's like, this is a fresh new perspective. It's an Elseworlds uh, game, and it's just it's told really well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the voice acting, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm having an absolute trip playing it. You know, uh, I'm having a trip playing it. Like, it's just that. It's different. Again, don't go in thinking it's another Arkham game. This is a game that borrows gameplay. Like, there's Metal Gear Solid elements to it. Uh, there is a little bit of, um, like, Resident Evil. There's a little bit of... They, they borrow from yeah, everything. Yeah, there's stealth. There's puzzles. 
Yeah. There's anything you'd want from a game they borrow from all different types of genres, and it just it melds together really nicely. Yeah, and I just love I love the storytelling. Like I'm a sucker. Like I'm a sucker for like DC Elseworlds and what if what if story. And this is really 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 fucking awesome to see the Bat Family without Batman and yeah. the underground the 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 criminals of Gotham City and their response to Batman's death. It's very, yeah. very intriguing, and I bet you this would make a great animated movie. Oh, um, for sure. So, yeah, don't believe the naysayers. Yeah, there, there's some technical glitches, but again, not, it's not enough to take you out of the experience. And like, I think, I think, got people. I think certain magazines and certain companies are going out of their way to bash the game because of you know the way war, the, the state of war. Yeah, and there's a, there's a lot of Easter eggs that we missed yeah. in our playthrough, Jay, because I've been playing the game and I've been reading all the emails and stuff that are in the game and everything. Yeah. You get emails from the Titans, you get emails from Superman, you get emails from like everybody in the comic universe that connects to this is in response in to, the game to Bruce Wayne's death. Yeah, well, in response to Bruce Wayne's death, as well as trying to comfort the group yeah. or saying you should come out to Metropolis or something like that. You know what I mean? It's it's like a general conversation with these people yeah. that, you know, are all connected in one way or another, which is cool. And speaking of Titans, Titans Season 4 drops tomorrow. You bet your sweet ass Joe and I are going to be dropping uh, episodic uh, rapid reviews for that. Yes. Uh, oh, I fucking love Titans. Oh, it's so, so excited good. for this. Not to go off tangent, but like the reason why, and I said this on our on our Twitch stream last night, why I love Titan so much. First and foremost, I've always loved Dick Grayson the character because my mm. first exposure to Robin was the Batman '66 when I was like five years old. Then I saw the Batman animated series with um, Kevin Conroy, and then I saw that specific character Robin grow up to be Nightwing, and to see Nightwing and Titans, who's basically my age, he's in his early 30s, like to mm -hmm. see. A Dick Grayson, a Robin grow up to become Nightwing. It's just a, a joyous experience for me. Okay, and, Dick Grayson can get it. <laughs> and Anna Diop as Starfire. Oh, she's fucking sexy. She, yes. Yes. So I really, really love Titans because the most of those characters are like our age. And oh, Jay. Awesome. We have a superstar in chat. Big Jack Phil. <laughs> Jack, good to see you, buddy. Uh, I guess I'll poke his video. Jack just dropped a Halloween uh, top ten Godzilla films. I'm not, if I'm not, oh. I haven't watched it, but if I'm not mistaken, I make a cameo in there. So check that video out. Uh, subscribe to Big Jack Films. Jack is one of a kind, and let me just mention he's got a heavenly voice. So <laughs> by all means, subscribe to Big Jack Films. And Jack, we need to have you back on Nerd Cage, man. You're long overdue, my my dude. Yes. Long overdue. <laughs> um. I guess I can. I wanted to say uh, there's some announcements we're not ready to make yet, but we have some big stuff coming up in the month of December. And even though I haven't put the link out there, uh, I'm just gonna say this right here, right now, if everybody wants wants, wants to prepare. Uh, Monday, the 14th of November, we will be doing a Wakanda Forever spoiler discussion live. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, go see the movie, and then come hang out with us, and we'll talk every spoiler of Wakanda Forever. And yours truly will be editing the cast interviews for Joe Blow. Yes, we interviewed the cast of Wakanda Forever. I just got them today, so that's huge. I, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I did Black Adam, and now I'm doing Wakanda Forever. So it's really, really exciting. I'm glad that Joe Blow trusts me um, with uh, those movie interviews. So I'm really, 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 really excited. Um, and like I said, Derek's video is dropping tomorrow. Yep. Um, Godzilla versus the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> so please check that out. And again, I hope everybody has a great. 
uh, Godzilla Day tomorrow again. Godzilla vs. Gigan, and of course the the announcement of a new film, which I believe is going to happen. And by all means, guys, if you haven't already, go to our T Public. Um, get yourself a Nerd Cage Live shirt. We got the regular shirt with the Strength of Geek Knowledge on the back. Any size, any color, men's or women's. So if you are a skinny booty call or a fat fuck, big or small, we love them all. Get yourself a shirt. You buy a shirt, the money goes towards us, which goes towards giveaways. We also have the Porn parody shirt, Pornhub parody shirt. We also have the Marvel Studios shirt. More designs on the way. We got the Sega gaming shirt. By all means, get yourself a goddamn shirt. Uh, you know, if you want to look fly at the gym, want to look, you know, you know, want to look fly on a hot date, or you know, go, you know, or at a convention, get yourself a goddamn Nerdcage Live shirt. And of course, get us to 1,500 subscribers so you can win yourself an Xbox Series X. Get us to 1,500. Yes. We'll be giving that away for free us and canada only sorry to other countries around the world i'm not paying hundreds of hundreds of dollars to ship that over you know overseas um just throwing that out there so us and canada only but there'll be second and third prizes and we'll probably give away a t-shirt as well um again everybody thanks so much thank you to my most awesome goddamn panel in the world my my lovely co-hosts uh, I, You're welcome. Nerdcage wouldn't be My standing pleasure. here without you guys. I love what you guys bring to the table, and I cannot wait to talk more Godzilla movies down the road. And of course, uh, oh, I should probably mention my top ten movies. We'll probably be dropping next week because I, I want to refilm it. Um, and plus, oh. I've been, I've been busy with a lot of Joe. I've been busy with a lot of Joe Blow stuff. Obviously, I just mentioned the Wakanda Forever. Uh, my life has been crazy right now with everything being thrown at me, but crazy in the good way because my I'm my, like my, my career my resume is, is is getting stacked right now and like yeah so please understand um I, I will drop that video and also we are gonna take a break from getting to know the case series and we're gonna resume that in January. I want to give my fellow co-hosts uh, Pretty Guardian and uh, Derek to have time to put out content for their channels as well. So we're gonna take a break from. Uh, that series, but we'll resume that in January and we're gonna start covering our favorite TV shows. So that will be fun I can't wait Ooh, to get into that nope. one. I'll have to start writing that script. Yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe anything else out there that I'm forgetting before we call it a night here? Um, no, I think you got it all pretty much. Yeah, 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 okay. Without spoiling anything. <laughs> yeah uh, Again, like I said, we have some big big events coming up. We have big events coming up in December including a charity stream my birthday and uh, of course, the Game Awards are coming up. So yes, really, really looking forward. We're, we have a stacked month of December, and obviously, you know, you know, we got Wakanda Forever this month, and we, you know, obviously, we have Thanksgiving, which we're, you know, we all gonna take that off, obviously. But thank you to okay. everybody. Uh, the channel, I mean, the channel's growing. The the nerd, the nerd cage nation is growing over the Facebook discussion group. Our Discord's growing. I'm seeing yes, more the brand I'm on seeing, all sides. I know. I'm seeing wrong. more and more people <laughs> post and comment, people that I don't even know. So I love seeing growth. It just it makes me feel special. So uh, it means a lot <laughs> to us. So thank you very much to everybody. Um, and yeah, like I said, more, best is yet to come. We appreciate everybody's support. So that being said, we pre peace ask you to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell. And spread that shit like Godzilla's radioactivity, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, enjoy life. Stay safe. Eat your vegetables. Do your push-ups. Uh, fuck game freezes. Fuck math. And fuck that big Bertha bitch in the prison in Gotham Knights. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you guys saw that, my God. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean 
I want to fuck her. I'm saying like, fuck her. She was making it, she made the gaming experience awful. We think the lady doth protest too much. Oh no. <laughs> I'm, if, if you play Gotham Knights or if you come to our Twitch streams, you'll fucking know. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, thanks everybody and good night. Have a Take good care night. of yourself, Saturday, everybody. Night. Do you want the chance to win a free brand new Xbox Series X? All you have to do is subscribe to Nerdcage Live over on youtube.com slash nerdcagelive. Once we get to 1500 subscribers, we'll release a video on how you can enter. No purchase necessary. Contest is for US and Canada only. Ooh, trying to get out of the Nerdcage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerdcage Live! <laughs>